0: Welcome to 10,000 foot view podcast, where you can find tools, ideas, and insights from some of the best performers. From the field of business, art, sports, entertainment, coaching, neuroscience, and much more. That will give you the perspective you need to break through and unlock the next level in your mindset, creativity, business, and life. This is Monjyoti, the host of this podcast. I have an obsession for deep transformation. And I'm on a mission to help professionals and individuals unlock their true potential in life and business in a way that maximizes their overall sense of aliveness. Welcome to 10,000 Foot View Podcast. We have with us Samara Hurdle. She is CEO and Lead Facilitator at Wild Divine Coaching and Retreats where she offers nature-connected coaching, energy work, retreats and team building. Tamara's Zone of Genius is helping socially conscious entrepreneurs learn how to use art and nature to connect with universal wisdom. Tamara is a speaker at local, state, national and international levels. Tamara is a licensed professional counselor, registered board certified art therapist, and a certified forest therapy guide. Tamara, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm honored to be here.
0: Thank you so much. Um, I see that you do a lot of work with nature, as well as art. So how can we use nature and art? Um, and, and what you do to power up our potential so we can live our life purpose.
1: Yes, that's a great question. Thank you for asking it. So the way that nature is helpful in opening up to potential, there are several ways. The first way is that when we are mindfully in nature, really paying attention to what's around us and letting go of the busyness in our heads, then we can become more calm and peaceful. And we can get out of that fight or flight mode that we tend to get into. And we can sort of let go of that and settle into awareness of what's right around us. And that actually research has shown that it's called uh, getting into heart coherence and you there are ways you can do it with breathing and visualizing and you can also do it by being in nature and noticing what's around you noticing with all of your senses and then that helps the coils of our dna just unwind slightly and that way the potential that's within us can um, uh, emerge or we can access it then when we're not in that fight or flight mode so that's one way of using nature to connect with potential the other way that i have found and that clients love doing is by setting an intention before they go out into nature let's say they want they have like one time i went out in nature and i was wondering how can i make my voice heard above all of the all of the noise you know everybody's out there talking about what they do and i was drawn to go and sit by the creek that runs through our retreat property and i was just i just had a i was listening to the sound of the creek and i was drawn to pick up a stick and then i noticed that if i moved the stick in a certain way the sound of the water was different than just the sound of the creek and i thought oh I, I need to make my the the sound of what i'm talking about different and then it will stand out so i felt like nature really answered my question just by teaching me through observation And that i think helped me open up to more of my potential
0: right so the potential is already within us and when we are in nature it helps us to bring that out when when we are in tune with nature and since we are i believe since we all are designed to be strongly connected with nature and we have kind of forgotten that so without having to embody much of the practices just being in nature yes self naturally brings out so much of the stuff am i right
1: yes you're right. Definitely.
0: right and and do you have a specific practice that helps you to connect with nature more or better or faster
1: yes there's one that's called um well it's not i wouldn't say it's fast definitely it takes about about 15 or 20 minutes but it's called sit spot Mm -hmm. and you just choose a spot in nature and make it as convenient as possible so that you don't have to take 20 minutes to get there or something like that and you just go out and you sit and you just begin to notice what's around you and after you've been out there for about 15 or 20 minutes the wildlife gets used to you being there and they go back to their their normal way of doing things that before you come in or you know before we interrupt it as humans and that's when a story starts to unfold and it really if you're open to it then you can really learn and nature will share wisdom with with you
0: wow that's nice um for people like most of us who lead busy lives and mostly in cities Mm -hmm. um, so they might not have access to nature or it might not be easy where they are Um, is there a way that you can actually simulate the surroundings Mm -hmm. of nature or a similar environment wherever you are uh, in in a in a fashion which is not very difficult you know?
1: yes that's okay. a, an excellent question so you can if you have a house plant you can sit with your house plant and you don't even have to you can just look at a picture of nature it doesn't have to be real nature you can uh, also um use essential oils there's i think there's i have one that's called balsam fir needle and it smells a lot like being out in nature and right and the sounds of nature you know you can listen to nature sounds and mm-hmm. that our body sometimes doesn't really sense a lot of difference between actually being in nature and the simulations of nature so you can get many of the same results
0: wow right i mean if you can access the essence in some fashion then that that will that will also do the trick that's that's interesting and that's very very doable um, and is there a specific um, practice that you recommend uh, to, to people you work with a specific practice of how to connect with nature for example a specific meditation for example someone like me um, i want to take advantage of the wisdom of nature on, on a daily basis from my room And I don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And I can't travel out either. So what would you recommend me?
1: So, yeah, you might want to get like a a rock or a pine cone that you can hold. And then the more often you do it, it basically, it's it's like a muscle, this ability to connect with nature is like a muscle, like you said, it's been forgotten. And Mm. the more you use it, the more fully developed it will become so you just hold your rock I'm holding a rock right now to help me stay grounded and so I it's you know I'm used to that my body's used to that whenever I pick up this rock it just helps me get grounded and I feel more connected to nature so something simple like that or a seashell whatever you're drawn to just something from nature and have it there and then just you can get to the point where just take a few deep breaths and hold the object and just be aware of it with your senses. And again, you might just mm-hmm. use all of your senses. Look, look at the object that you're holding and, and see if it has a smell and see if it, if you run your fingers across, it does, it, does it make a sound? The more you, we can use our senses, the more quickly it helps us become connected. And, you know, you could spend five minutes doing that and it should help you get connected to nature
0: and it'll bring our mental chatter down slowly as we do it more and more and more and it is as simple as just just having it uh holding it and you know trying to feel it Mm -hmm. and things like that and that that's that's enough yeah i mean yeah things are supposed to be simple we've probably made things too complicated and connecting with nature is probably going back to the simplicity of our existence,
1: definitely, right. And and so, if you're, let's say that you keep the rock in your, I'm, I'll just pretend like it's a rock that you've chosen. And after you've done that a while, then you don't even have to have the rock in your in your hand. You could be anywhere and just remember. You could recall the experience of sitting with the rock, and yes. get that connection again.
0: Yes, yes, powerful. Or we could probably also watch. Um, A nature documentary you know actually interesting I yesterday I was watching a nature documentary i'm not sure what it's called it's a documentary netflix. I was just intuitively drawn to it, and I started watching it was it's talked about evolution and how we evolved how the plants evolved how the animals evolved and. uh, It captured the, the finer details so brilliantly and i found myself hooked and there was definitely a very calming effect nice of, of uh of do of yeah of watching that and it's interesting that i i watched that yesterday i haven't watched like anything related to nature in a very long time and here we are talking <laughs> today right. The right. Very nice day.
1: right carl jung calls those things sync. Sing- Synchronicity, synchronicity, exactly,
0: right. exactly. Probably. Yeah. It's uh, it's a form of law of attraction at work, probably. Exactly. You know, yes, definitely. Um, you've mentioned, you work with socially conscious entrepreneurs, and help them to use art and nature to connect with universal wisdom which means you tap into universal wisdom through nature and they can use that to grow their businesses and become more profitable yes can you can you break it down or maybe share an example of how exactly you do that
1: sure definitely so the When I talk about socially conscious entrepreneurs, I'm talking about those people who look around them in the world and they see something that's not working, a system. So I know um, I worked with a teacher and she said, it's so hard to be able to teach because I spend most of my time dealing with behavior problems. And it just, it's hard for the kids who are trying to stay on track when I have to stop and deal with, with all these behavior problems. So she came to um, a retreat with me. And you don't have to work with me in in person because I've learned how to do it virtually as well. But she happened to be here on site and she made, um, I had her just make, you know, I was talking about art as a way to also tap into universal wisdom. So I had her create a, a scribble drawing. And then she found within the scribble drawing an, an image. And it was the, an image of a heart. And so she made, she colored with the colored pencils and markers until the heart stood out more. And then she just kept working with it. And I and I asked her, What, you know, what is this image trying to tell you? And she said, My heart is pulled in so many different directions. I, I just feel so torn. And so we we went and continued to explore that during the day as we did the other experiences. And she, what happened as a result of that was that one of the things that she identified that was pulling her in so many directions was n- not having good support in the school system where she was at. So she actually ended up leaving that school system and she found another one where she's much more supported and she feels much happier so that she's not torn in so many directions because having that support from administration has made a huge difference for her.
0: Wow, that's fascinating. So if I have a business idea, let's say, and I feel blocked in some ways, you're saying that uh, tapping into universal wisdom can give me a solution.
1: Yes, because, okay. yeah, that's, that's a great question is because, um, I believe, you know, we have these challenges that we see around us, like with the education system, like I was just talking about. And I mean, her long-term goal is to start a, a new school where um, it will in, include equine-assisted therapy or equine-assisted education, and she's not quite there yet. She, her potential is still unfolding, and we have this potential within us, but, we're, you know, it just hasn't been um, enlivened yet. It's still dormant. And so, when you go out in nature, you can you get ideas from the universe through nature as a teacher about oh maybe I could try you know maybe I could try this thing you know maybe I um, I'm trying to think of a specific example like I know somebody who's trying to reform the way that services are offered to um, kids people who have autism and you know you we beat our heads up against the wall because we're we're like why are these old, why do people keep trying to use these old ways of doing things, but I'm not sure what the new way would be like, and when we get quiet, and when we get relaxed, then we uh, will, that the dormant um, abilities will be awakened within us, and also ideas of who, you know, who to, who to collaborate with, what, what other steps I should try, or like when I was out playing with the water that one day, oh, I need to make the the way that I sound when I'm networking different so that I stand out. So we just get those ideas that new ways of doing things.
0: Right. So um, we can go out and connect with nature with an intention of trying to, let's say, get unblocked in a particular direction, or we could connect without any specific agenda. We could just go out Mm -hmm. there and whatever is dormant. Will tend to surface. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you think
0: setting? Oh, go ahead. Do you think setting an intention helps?
1: I do. I do think setting an intention helps because I feel like the there are all these beings from the unseen realms that want to help us, and they are, you know, if I have lots of things that I need help with, and so the universe is going well. Yeah, which one does she want help with today? So if I let them know. I think it's more powerful. And you can also go out with the intention of, please teach me what what I need to know. So you can leave it more open-ended because we might not be aware of what we need to know.
0: Yes, yes. Take a step back.
1: Exactly.
0: Yes. And don't be afraid to ask the most basic questions. You know, I feel that in general, the key to progress is in, in any area of our life is the ability to ask basic questions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know um if 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 um if i'm if i don't know my goals and i'm beating myself up the most basic question might be how to find my goals right how how do i get clarity on my goals how do i get um what's most aligned with me but usually we skip the basic questions and we jump we tend to jump and it's very natural i do that too but i think yes that can be so powerful i think uh, yeah i think it's it's pretty extraordinary uh, what nature can do i agree perfect and if someone has to work with you it could be anybody with any kind of situation issues or it's, it's specifically entrepreneurs. Do you like, a do some kind of a screening of who you decide to work with?
1: Well, that's a good question. I mean, I'll work with anybody who's into, interested in spiritual growth, basically spiritual growth.
0: Yeah. Got
1: it. And, you know, my, my, um, my niche that I, that I target towards is socially conscious entrepreneurs, but really spiritual seekers, those people who want to, live their purpose they want to make a difference in some way yeah so if they don't own a business i'll still work with people
0: right right so i mean do you think uh socially conscious entrepreneurs are actually trying to manifest is their spiritual growth you know being socially conscious which is being aware of the environment and what's not right and wanting to do something about it bring about a change which is an act of service for the well-being of the planet do you think that's a that's a spiritual ideal or spiritual uh, goal do you think they are spiritually inclined more
1: that's a great a great question and and what i'm finding so far is that it's it's not not all socially conscious entrepreneurs are spiritually oriented. Mm. They might not see it that way. They are, you know, they are helping to make the world a better place, but they don't really think about their spirituality. They just feel like an obligation to, to help. Right. Right. And so it's, it's like a, so I think spiritually um, awake, socially conscious entrepreneurs is probably a subset of socially conscious entrepreneurs. Yeah, because some right. people are not, you know, they, they want to do a good job and they want to help people, but they're not really interested in spirituality.
0: Right. Um, so are you saying that some of them are in the spiritual path, but they don't know?
1: Yes. Probably. They are
0: doing something that is spiritual. Yes. But they don't think that it's spiritual. They just think that they want to do good for the world, and they find, you know, it it comes out in the form of a nudge or an obligation. Right. But it is spiritual
1: I, I would see it that way even though they might not define it that they might way might
0: Yes, perfect. Um, that brings me to my last question. Um, what's the 10,000 foot view perspective that you would like to offer the listeners?
1: Oh, great. well, so I, I, by the way, I love the title of your podcast because thank you. yeah with art we call it getting a bird's eye view. It's so different when you get a bird's eye view of your challenge. So a lot of times people don't realize that they are blocking their potential. So I have on my website, if you go to the, my website is thewilddivine.us. And if you go to that website on the homepage, towards the top, there's something called uh, the potential blocker quiz. So it's a short quiz. I think it's seven questions that you can take. And it will help you realize whether or not you're blocking your potential, because a lot of times we don't realize that we're blocking our potential, but there are some eye-opening things, just simple common things that we do. So you can just click on that link and it will take you to the quiz. And once you submit it, then I'll send you your score. And I'll also send you 10 tips on how to stop blocking your potential. Because I, you know, it's like, We need to stop waiting for someone else to fix these things. We are the ones that we've been waiting for. And I just want to help people wake up to that and support them as they, uh, once they wake up and say, okay, I'm ready to help. How do I, how do I bring this idea into the world?
0: Wonderful. Sounds powerful. Thank you. I think I have the link for the quiz. Uh, I'm going to put that on the show notes. I hope people... Take a look and they, they benefit out of it. I'm sure they will. And thank you so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure and I had a great time. And until next time, thank you. take good care.
1: You as well. Thank you for your work.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of 10,000 Foot View Podcast. I want to congratulate you for honoring yourself by standing out and investing in your personal growth and taking this step towards your next breakthrough. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Do check out the show notes on the description for the details of the show, along with links and offers. It would mean a world to me if you could leave a review about this episode in Apple. Before I head off, I want to remind you that you are extremely special and you have gifts and talents that you can use to unleash your best version and you are just one perspective away from unlocking your next level, I believe in you.